Welcome to Coach Cameron's podcast. Do I want U.S. soccer to fail? Yes, I want want it to fail. I want it to break. I want it to be destroyed until they get their act together. I I don't think uh, there's an opportunity for success until it breaks and someone needs to prove that it's uh, not good. I mean, it, we are bad. We are so bad. Uh, our U-20 women's team in the World Cup lost in the first round to Japan. Shocker. And the comments are, uh, we need better midfielders. What? We don't produce midfielders. We don't produce creative technical players. We just don't do it. And we don't pick the right right athletes. I mean, it's crazy. I was at the Futsal National Championships. Well, they called it that. It was pretty fake. Anyways, uh, they had a youth component to it. And there, there was a team, uh, 08 division. There was a team from the Congo in Africa. And it was just all these Africans on one team. This coach brought him over in a suburban, and it was the coolest story I ever heard. Because I, I asked him, I'm like, "Where'd you find all these kids? Because you don't you don't see a bunch of Africans playing soccer on a youth team. You know, it's, it doesn't really exist out here. Uh, you see a lot of Hispanics, but you don't see an all African team. Other than uh, we have some African adult leagues here in Arizona, but anyways." Uh, they're good. They they uh, they won the the tournament, and it was an easy competition. They never played futsal before. They they just showed up and won. It was crazy, and futsal is not easy. And these kids were they were athletic, and they just did some things that aren't normal and just athletic. The ball kind of, I saw once the ball was kind of bouncing to his side about waist high and he, he was smart enough to just heal it and it went over an opponent and he, he's like seven years old. It was a mixed age of it and of tiny to huge and their goalkeeper just saved everything. So I, I talked to the coach afterwards. I'm like, where did you find these kids? And he said uh, he was playing at the park. He was training in the park, and there was um, three, four kids from, um, you know, from the Congo, and they're kind of hanging out with them, saying, you know, just talking to them and and saying if they could play with them, and they started playing, and and um, then the next day, three more showed up, and before he knows it, he has like 15 of them just coming in playing. And then they asked him if he would be their coach. And he goes, I'll tell you what, if, if you guys all show up next week and train really hard, I'll, I'll get us some soccer balls, like so everyone can have a soccer ball. And they all showed up. Then he said, if you guys keep showing up the rest of this week and you come back next week, I'll get you guys uniforms so you can be a team. And they all got uniformed, or they all showed up, and he got uniforms. And then, you know, they 
started calling him coach and whatnot. And he goes, you guys want to play a game? And he goes, they're like, yeah. They got really excited. It's like, you keep showing up. You keep working hard. I will schedule a game this Sunday. And, or, yeah, Sunday. And they play in the uh, football Lido league we have here where you can get a game anytime. And uh, they all showed up. He goes, okay, show up back here on Sunday at 9 a.m. And I'll, we'll go play a game. And so he scheduled the game, and Sunday comes around, and he slept in. So he wakes up, and it's like 10 o'clock. So he's an hour late, and he was thinking to himself, there's no way they're there. There's no way. And he goes, well, I'm going to go check. So he gets over there about 10.30. So he's an hour and a half late, and they're all just sitting there waiting for him. And then his, you know, he kind of got emotional a little bit and he's like I'm their coach and and he's a good coach he's a very technical he plays a high level played second division in Mexico and uh, he plays with uh, sporting uh, out here who beat the rising you know with a bunch of local uh, talent but it, it was such a cool story to hear and they just enter this and they win right away and he's like, he's paying for everything because they don't have any money. That's our problem in this country. We we wipe out those kids. We don't deal with refugees unless somehow they have money. They, we don't deal with any of that. U.S. soccer does not deal with that, that I'm aware of. And they definitely, you know, don't, don't recruit it or develop. They just... They don't do it. And these kids are talented. And I'm like, what a cool story. Uh, and I've always wanted to do that. I always want to, you know, I always say that once I get all my kids out of the house, I'll, I want to go to the inner city and just fund a team and just get them really, like five years old and get a pull of like 50, 60 uh, uh, inner city kids and go destroy everybody. But you need funding. You know what is funding? U.S. soccer. You know who won't use it? U.S. soccer. Uh, they're too busy buying computers and heart rate monitors and tracking systems because they are jerks. They're jerks. They, they won't do what we know they need to do. They will not do it. France won the World Cup. Why? Because they're refugees. They're inner city players they go after that talent we do not and, and, and it's wrong so it was a cool experience over the weekend seeing that I, I thought it was so cool anyways um, US soccer I hope you fail until you get it right I hope you fail and the best way to learn is through failure problem is US soccer just keeps failing and everyone's telling them to pay for Pay to play system's broken. It's broken. We're not doing anything to fix it. We don't have it. You, you can. Uh, I, I'm done talking about this. I'm just getting angry. But I'm, I'm not a fan. Shocker. Not a fan. Later.